got no gift this year And I slept with your sister I know I should have thought twice Before I kissed her But with the year we had last And the dress that she wore I just went along for the ride And I came back for more And I'm sorry
expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Odenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome to yet another riveting episode of Soberless Thoughts. And that's right, you heard the sexy voice of mm-hmm. Alex Gourley. you damn right. He's back. Back, baby. Back this week. Thank the Lord. Back to life. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Welcome back, Alex. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Good to have first time listener. It's good to be long time caller. It's good to be in. <laughs> it's good to be in. <laughs> yeah. The no. anal cavity. That's right. The anal cavass. Uh, it's been great. I uh, had a little vacay. Not really. No. Uh, just family stuff off and on. Uh, it's been an adventure. Uh, <laughs> I like adventures. Yeah. Not of that variety, though. <laughs> no, man. That sucked. <laughs> that sucked on so many levels. Uh, all I got to say is there are some bills coming in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and it is going to hurt. It's, thank God it's after Christmas. Yeah. At least have a heart. Yeah, that's right. The healthcare system, have a heart. Don't yeah. give me bills on Christmas. But uh, now you know where your taxes are going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's where everything's gonna go soon. <laughs> that's where your tax return checks are going. Right. Yeah. That or I'll start selling ass blood and semen again. Yeah. I mean that's always that's always an option. Right. <laughs> or just don't sleep. That's what you could do. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm just gonna not sleep. Like I get off work and I'm gonna get in my car and just start Ubering all night long. You know. I've thought these thoughts were how much more you could get done if yeah. you didn't have to sleep. Right. Like, because, like, solids, I mean, seriously, like, sleeping is a work day. Right. Uh, unless you're Albert Einstein or that dude in Japan that, who, I can't remember, there was a doctor I saw. He was like, he was saying that you only need three hours of sleep. He was working on, like, a cure for longevity. Yeah or to like live and he did all this and that I can't remember what he was on a TV show I was watching but I just was like man I I mean don't get me wrong I have been there where I've only gotten five hours sleep every day for like a month and you get used to it but it's like you just get used to not function it's like driving a piece of shit car yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right like exactly. it sputters it does this you right. know it will break eventually but it still works and gets you there. Well, hey, it gets me an A to B. Right. So what? So what if the driver's window doesn't work? Right. You just got to drive through the drive through backwards. That's right. <laughs> Walk your ass inside. Yeah. Or my favorite is open the. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had to do that with your like uh, your door not working or your window not working. You have to open the door and stick your head through the crack. And be oh like, yeah. Hey, just hand me that through here. <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. I'm broke. You know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a window doesn't work? Oh, man, that sucks. Right. <laughs> All right, so tonight we're drinking Iron Maiden. <laughs> we're drinking Brewdog Hellcats. What are we drinking? <laughs> this is a cold IPA. Uh, so, yeah, Brewdog. Uh, I'm pretty sure Brewdog 
So the brewery I used to work for did some dealings with BrewDog, and I thought they were from... So they're mainly from the United Kingdom, but I know they have a bunch of different breweries throughout the United States. They're a pretty big, large corporation. Anyway, uh, actually, this is uh, Scotland, United Kingdom. Yeah, whatever. They have a bunch of different places. Anyway, so we're drinking the Hellcat. India Pale Ale Lager. It's a lager? Interesting. So it's not an ale. It's a lager. That's what this says. It said IPL. It says cold IPA on my can. I know. I think it's just what I got on the beer advocate, but it's just the same. I don't know. This so this so we might actually be drinking the lager, not the I'm sorry, the ale, not the lager. Anyway, um the can looks the same, but I can see on the bottom it says lager. Yeah, this is something different. So I don't know if this is exactly the same. It is 6% alcohol, so is this one. So same thing. Uh, scored an 86. Ranked 19,035. Uh, average 3.84 on the scale of like 1 to 5, I believe. And it's got a total score of 86, which is very good. And like always, we like to read the very first Beer Advocate. And then now, because we started doing this one drunken night when we started like a month ago, do you remember that? What? We started putting our own reviews on here. The only reason that I do remember that is yeah. from editing the podcast <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, that was that was one of those nights that we <laughs> we went deep. Uh, we tried to we tried to do we 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 went through a lot of hard. <laughs> We went into it for you all, for the listener. We were trying to get so many done in a night, so there's no, you know, just trying to do the thing right. <laughs> and what can I say? We like to get the booze going. <laughs> yeah. So when you're, you know, many a drink in <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're on like episode three and all of a sudden I'm like, dude, let's start writing our own reviews. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, because I'm completely blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Like sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, that was a great review, by the way. <laughs> was it? it? You, I got to give it to you. In that state of mind, you are very eloquent. Where you're like, <laughs> you have some good metaphors going on. Like, you, I, I got to give it to you. you. Always have good metaphors. Yeah. Like you're like this beer tastes like Christmas morning. I'm like, all right, let's put that shit in there. Like, um, <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it no, was, it was Christmas time a couple yeah. years ago. Right. And I. God, I wish I could remember what beer it was. I'm going to have to go back through the episodes and find out. Vanilla Porter. Is that what it was? I think it was. And Because uh, I remember that. That's why I remember you, that metaphor. I'm like, damn, what a good, yeah, it good, was, good way it to was, describe that. This tastes like walking into my grandma's house on Christmas. Right. And that's exactly what it tastes like. And it was amazing. <laughs> and I want that memory back. <laughs> I need that. I need that drink in my life. Yep. All right, so this review is the first one. It was reviewed by Lord of the Winds from New Mexico, but it's or Wines W I E N S Wines, yeah. Lord of the Lord, Lord of the Wines. Lord of the Wines. Um, he gave they gave a three point nine three out of five. And they 
described it as a clear gold color, small white head with a bit of lace, citra aroma, sweet malt, some floral hops, taste of grapefruit, orange, caramel, some late spiciness, nice balance of hops and malt. So now, Uh, uh, we uh. need to... I'm going to tell you what it says on the can. Okay. It says Iron Maiden and Brewdog. Brewdog. Unite to launch Hellcat, a feisty cold IPA. Hellcat ranges with a rages, rages with a citrus forward flavor and an aggressive malty backbone. The result is a complex yet balanced, refreshing gold beer brewed in the United States of America. Hellcat joins the global trooper family of beers crafted by maiden vocalist and beer aficionado Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> Bruce. Uh, very there you go. very well done. I see you've been practicing. There you go. Here. Uh, uh, ooh. All right. A, that was a cold read right there for. <laughs> right. I know. I feel like that's all we do on this podcast. It's these, like. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we're drinking, you get like free advertising from us. Yeah. yeah, we need to start. Sometimes, sometimes we're like, this tastes like horse piss if it was wrapped in lighter fluid. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is horrible. So Don't drink it. It is a give or take. Yeah, we need to try it. All right, cheers, right. cheers. Christmas is a very special time of year, and near minute now, my relatives will all be here. Please, God, don't let me run out of beer. I'm thinking about drinking for Christmas. Filling my glass to the top with some holiday wishes. It doesn't matter what you're sipping, it's the gift. It keeps on giving Just thinking About drinking For Christmas My cousin showed up With a bottle of peppermint shine And tomorrow I'll be cursing him For this migraine of mine If ain't Alice Talks any longer I'm gonna need something A little bit stronger I'm thinking About drinking For Christmas Filling this glass to the top With some holiday wishes It doesn't matter What you're sipping It's the gift That keeps on
So it's an IPA. Right. But it's like a lighter kind of IPA. Very much so. It's not super IPA-ish. Right. And it doesn't kick me. Like, I feel like Iron Maiden, it should kick me in the ass when I drink it. I mean, you're not wrong. It doesn't kick me in the ass. Right. It's just like, mm, it's nice. It's almost like a lawnmower IPA. Mm, yeah, like a session. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or I'm really becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> I worry about that. Uh, <laughs> not, it's just actually not that, but I worry, uh, like, we drink so much beer and then like after a while I'm like I can't taste all these notes anymore like yeah. I'm just getting used to it <laughs> yeah I, I never could taste like specific things it's just a feeling I taste a feeling you know right that's what I've, I feel like I feel like I won a fight I feel like I won the fight and when I drink this okay <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I went into this thinking that I should lose a fight, but I came out the victor. <laughs> All right, I'm writing this down <laughs> in the comments right now. That's how I feel. Um, so it being holiday season, they decided to do something with my work where we now have to take a picture. Every time we drop something off at a house. Oh, yeah. We never used to have to do that. But I think, and it all started, I'll tell you where it started from. Because I actually know specifically. They had, this guy had a, a, oh, what's it called? One of those video game shops. What are they called? GameStop. He was delivering to this GameStop. And he would just drop off the packages (laughs) sign it off on this scanner thing as delivered and leave without having anybody sign for him. Well, the assholes at GameStop were taking the shit that was in the pack, like going through the packages, finding the ones that, oh, well, I could make big money if I resell this my own or keep it myself. And then saying that they never got the package. So it would show up in the systems showing that they got it right and then they would call my company and say hey why is it not here and they would say well our guy said that they delivered it and they'd be like well it's not here and then they'd go to the guy who works with us and be like hey did you deliver this and he'd be like yeah I set it on the counter like what are you talking about right they'd be like oh well did you have them sign for it and he'd be like no well, you got to have them signed for it. Right. So, I mean, they scolded us over and over and over again for a month because the person who delivered at this GameStop, like, just wouldn't do it. He wouldn't have anybody signed for it. Right. And they kept getting screwed, like, over and over and over again. And then finally, the main guy at where I work was like, okay, enough is enough. Like, now every business that you deliver to you have no option to not sign like you can't not sign for it right or you can't deliver it so now and and they said that they're keeping it that way till after christmas 
So now every single place that's a business that I deliver to, I have to find a person that works there and have them sign for it. No matter what, it could be something. It right. could be a roll of toilet paper. They right. got to sign for it. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, so we got, and on top of that, they started taking pictures. So that's for businesses. For residentials, we have to take a picture of every single thing that we drop off, okay? Mm-hmm. Which we never had to do before. Yeah, I, Uber Eats does that. All right. So, so we're we're taking all these pictures. So then we had this big meeting about a week or two ago, and like the head guy of the place is in this meeting, right? And he and we're all sitting there, and he's like, "Dude, this." He's like, "All right." I don't know how many of you graduated with an art degree, but the abstract photography has got to stop. (laughs) Well done. Dude, I lost it. I was like in tears. I was laughing so hard. And it was like me and maybe two or three other guys just cracking up. And he's like, it ain't funny. It ain't funny. It's like, He's like, you need a clear picture of the package and where it's at. It has to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> and I know exactly. Dude, so like that entire day, that whole rest of the day, I made it a point to have like the most artistic abstract photography. <laughs> Because I took an abstract photography class. That's funny. In college. Why I did was, I not think it was going to be you? <laughs> I was like, we can, we can do this. I was sitting there thinking it was some a-hole just like real quick, like just flashing it and hitting the button and walking away and just had that like smeared look oh, on I'm it. sure a lot of it's like that. Yeah. 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 But I'm like, no, like I'm going to, I'm going to do this right. So, <laughs> so I'm like setting it, dude, I took that day. I probably took twice as long delivering my route than I should have because like almost every stop where I knew I could get something good, a good angle with a good something in the foreground, something in the background, like all this stuff. I'm getting it all set up. And then I take the picture. (laughs) I'm sure there's lots of people that were just watching me from like the neighbor's house. Like, what is this guy doing? Dude, I got to be honest. That would be a great Instagram page. Artistic packages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just literally take pictures, like take glamour shots of (laughs) delivery packages. Yeah. Yeah. If the camera that they gave us to use isn't such a piece of crap. Oh, I'm sure. It's horrible. Oh, I bet. Dude, the one day I caught... This was only like two or three days after this. I I got a different scanner, a completely different scanner than what I normally have. And uh, it would not focus. The camera would not focus. Like, uh, like it, you know how it, your camera will autofocus when you go to take a picture or something, right? Yeah. Well, this thing would not autofocus for anything. Like it would, it wouldn't. I would have to be an inch from it for it to be in focus. Like it, it was the further I stepped away from it, just the blurrier it got. Yeah. And I would like try and tap on the screen to try and make it auto. Nothing, dude. Nothing. I called my boss. I'm like, 
I don't know what to do. Like every single picture I'm going to take today is going to be extremely blurry because this camera this on this new scanner you gave me is not working. It won't autofocus. And they like keep us uh, locked out of all the administrative settings. Mm, of course. So like I'm sure there's some kind of on off switch for the autofocus that I just couldn't get to in the settings. And he's like, oh, just don't worry about it today. Just don't. I'm like, are you sure? Because the main dude's going to be mad. All my pictures are blurry. Right. <laughs> he's like, no, I'll tell, I'll let him know what's going on. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been going on with me yeah. while you've been gone. Huh. Enjoying those times. Yeah. I I wish I could have saw you taking glamour shots of packages. <laughs> Moving people's like little yard gnomes in front of it, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's not been much going on with me other than <clears throat> I'm just getting over another cold. That's been fun, um, dude. That's everybody's sick. The entire world, yeah. The entire dude world. Kids ibuprofen is out everywhere yeah man it's insane i couldn't tell you like i i'm going looking just to, like i'm about like i'm not i'm gonna buy up 30 of them but like if there's one i'm gonna buy it yeah because right now it's like it's hard to find and they and the prices probably because it's so hard to get oh yeah and the only thing you could find is like like hippy dippy like tylenol like acetaminophen but it's like natural organic acetaminophen made out of like I don't know grass roots and dandelions yeah. whatever the fuck they make yeah. that shit out of but it's like doesn't have all the different dyes and whatever right. and it's it, twice or three times the amount oh, yeah. it's, it's made like, out of pure dragonfly tails <laughs> yeah pretty much delicious it's amazing <laughs> yeah I drink it just sitting around the house yeah uh, I got a box of mucinex for my wife like a week ago nice it's like 25 dollars damn for like a little like 12 things of pills of mucinex that's that's damn dude it was insane mucinex ain't cheap man i uh by the way i gotta say something about moving up here uh in the cincinnati area i did not know i did not know that this is like a huge terrible allergy area Oh yeah, yeah. Never knew that. Uh, yeah. I wish somebody would have warned me because, like, I might know. Here's something that's been going on with me. I've been waking up for like two weeks with blood coming out of my nose, where it's like, it's not like dripping, but it's like I get in the shower and then the steam hits my nose and I like snot rocket and it's like all that shit in my nose goes out and I just see a little stream of blood in there and i'm like wow my sinuses are freaking crying right now yeah uh because i went from being living in my podunk town where i come from where it's just like pollen doesn't mess with me it's mold and i guess this area but yeah yeah i've like my parents being my parents are like oh come on back down you don't need to be up in here big shit uh <laughs> True story. Uh, they're like, it's bad for you up there. There's, there's hookers and women of the night and drugs and stuff. All the did I tell? I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've yeah. All the sin and pleasurables are up there. Um, did I tell you I saw a hooker one night leaving work downtown Cincinnati? I think so. 
Did I say it on here? Or did I tell you personally? Because I, I can't remember. I can't remember. All right, either. fuck it. So here's what happened. Um, there was a. Uh, I don't. I can't even say she was young because I couldn't tell. Um, she was a lady of the night for sure because nobody else was awake because I'm working night shifts at five thirty in the morning wearing a tube top and a mini skirt. And she. She wasn't just coming home from the club. I mean, I'm not in the best neighborhood, man. Like, maybe she left the club with somebody that she wanted to hook up with. Yeah. And you just happened to catch her on her walk of shame home from. Could be. From you know, hookup. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Could be. Yeah. Oh, I went on a date with Santa Claus. We kissed beneath the Christmas tree. Oh, I went on a date with Santa Claus He couldn't keep the Santa Claus off me He picked me up around a quarter to seven And we were on our way He didn't even make it to seven o'clock Before he had me in the back of his sleigh He seemed to really like my milk and cookies Every last bite His little chubby fingers All that's in my right. stockings And now I'm on the naughty list for life Oh, oh I went on a date with Santa Claus We kissed beneath the Christmas tree Oh, I went on a date with Santa Claus He couldn't keep his Santa paws off me could tell he had years of experience He knew exactly where to go Right on the front of his big belt buckle There hung a little sprig of mistletoe Dinner in New York Pastries in Paris My heart wasn't all that he stole When he took me all the way up north And showed me what they call it Now listen children, you must understand I may be a saint, but I'm still a man I work all year long, from nine until five I've had the same gal since 1945 BC So don't be surprised if a sweet old guy Would need a little sugar on the go It ain't like I've been keeping it a secret Right around nine months later A jolly fat baby came sliding down my chimney Oh, I went on a date with Santa Claus We kissed beneath the Christmas tree Oh, I 
only thing that... Don't judge a book by its cover. The only reason I'm judging this book is... Don't judge I haven't a read it yet. woman by... <laughs> don't, don't judge a woman by her tube top and short skirt. It wasn't that. That I could... It, it was the fact that, like, she looked over at me and caught... And I kind of looked over because we're literally the only people on the street. Yeah. And then she proceeds to turn around and bend over... But like straight legged, mm-hmm. and then pretend to pick something up, and I kind of like that's weird. And then she like stands up and turns and looks back at me, and walks a couple feet, and then towards you or other direction, kind of like towards me. Like I'm on one side of the street, she's on the other. Yeah. So like I walk out and I look over and she looks at me. We catch eyes and she turns around and bends over and pretends like she's oh, picking on, something you're up. You're walking. You're on yeah. the sidewalk. I'm on the sidewalk. Okay. And I'm like, okay, like that was weird. And then she then like stands up and she like looks back at me. And then because she's the only person on the street, I look back at her and then boom, she turns around again, bends over and pretends like she's picking something up off the ground again. She does it like four or five times. Oh shit. She's really clumsy tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing, all right, so the only reason I even thought she could be, maybe possibly, a lady of the night, not Batman. Uh, <laughs> she's not a superhero. Well, she might. Uh, but she. Um, I just I remember seeing a thing on hookers. It was on like real sex on HBO. It was like hookers in like I don't know. Fuck. It was like Brazil or Venezuela or some shit like that. Like, okay. and it was like one of the tell signs was that they will pretend to pick something up mm. as a, a way to like display the goods. Yeah, and it was like something that they just do. So it's like a like a hidden wink wink. Like you like this. And then they kind of will keep, like, look back, keep doing it. It's like, remember, it's kind of like the same thing. Remember the guy, the senator that, like, tapped some guy's foot in an airport bathroom trying to get a blowy from some dude next to him? It's the same thing, just, uh, you know, it's the... So she's, so what attribute of hers do you think she was trying to show off the most towards you? Probably that ass. Her (laughs) ass or her legs? Yeah, both probably. Yeah, okay. But I'm just kind of like, sh- you know, shuffling to my right. car because I this was like early on when I first started this job where did I'm you, like, did you listen to last week's episode? Oh, the one without me? Yeah, I will never. No, I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> I, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I fucking hurt by that. Uh, it's going to take me years. No, you told me to do that. I know. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> On that episode, I talked about how I did a scientific pull inside of a porta potty because that's the best place to do it. Of course. Where I wrote boobs slash ass. Nice. And then a tally marks underneath, and I put a tally mark on her ass. And then they're starting, it was on this construction site, and they're starting to finish the construction. So I was like, I've got to go back in and get the data. So I go back in. <laughs> Your sample size. Yeah. yeah. So I go back in and they had added to the options. Of course. They'd added feet. They'd added ankles. They added legs. 
and then one guy added personality and he had the only tally mark there yeah <laughs> and anyways the winner of all of the tally marks was legs by a, a huge margin really yes by the way the the guy who put personality is so paranoid that he thinks his wife is going to show up on the job site and take a shit is what that <laughs> is and recognize his, recognize his tally mark <laughs> probably probably <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, I started it with one tally under yeah. the ass, and then I think ass ended with only like four tally marks. Weak. Yeah, and then I mean, now people were using knives and everything else. <laughs> yeah, I know. To, Whatever they have in their pocket, the fucking rusty screwdriver. Anything, just, <laughs> anything to to get their to get their vote on the board. Right. Yeah. This is important. Exactly. <laughs> also, by the way, put a Cerberus thought sticker inside of that. <laughs> Well done. That's good marketing. Good marketing. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, the winner with like twenty something tally marks was legs. Number two was ankles. Actually, I don't get that. Yeah, I'm not an ankle guy. Me neither. <laughs> I'm not really a leg guy though either. I could. I'll, I, I can see legs because I'm an I am an ass right. Uh, I, yeah, yes. For as a teenager, I was totally a boob guy. Yeah, hundred hundred thousand percent for sure. And like as I got older, I shifted more to the to the butt guy. Yeah, I can see the legs. See, I can't see ankles. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I or even feet either. Feet gross me out. See. I understand feet more than ankles. Let me put it that way. Because I see, like, not that I'm a foot guy, because I'm an ass man for sure, if you've ever met me. Because um, at a young age, I was, like, I was, like, obsessed at a young, like, freaking middle school, high school. Like, all my friends were, like, anytime I'd ever, like, show interest in a woman that didn't have an ass, they're like, are you okay? Do you want to talk this out? And I'm like... What she's nice. I like her. We get along. Like yeah, but there's something about her that she ain't got that you seem to like. Right. Um, but it was. Uh, I don't know. Like the legs thing. I get it because it's like it's kind of like you see, like the ass to me is like the Mona Lisa, but you don't put like a piece of shit frame around it. You put a nice ornate frame, and that's the legs to hold it up to hone it into the oh, frame okay okay so legs to you is just a nice frame right it's the it's the it's the beginning of the focal point okay which so i i do like i feel like i do i yeah i, I would like legs as a company to the ass because i there's nothing more sadder than a nice pair of legs and you're like ah, oh, what happened right it was like you started building an amazing building and then you blew it up halfway up top. <laughs> right. So I feel like what this lady was doing was maybe she knows that the majority of working class men right. would tally mark the legs. Could be. I mean, because she was definitely... With the, I can't describe to you how she was bending over. It wasn't like she was like both knees locked together and bent over. It was like, put your feet maybe three feet apart straight leg yeah. and then basically keep your back straight and then bend over and pick up 
or look for loose change on the ground because that's kind of what it looked like she was doing. Yeah. And then just keep doing that five or six times. Yeah. So or she, she was to, working on her hamstrings. She had to spread them out, man. She right. was spread out. She had, to, she had to let you know that it was spread and ready. <laughs> yeah. That butter was spread on that pancake ready to go. Yeah. No. That's what she was looking for. I feel like... It w- I definitely believe it was the end of her night, and she was like, ah, I need one more. That guy looks like a guy named John. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, lady. I'm going the fuck home. I'm- She's like, Johnny! <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> Johnny boy. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the first time I got that kind of encounter. Yeah. I think that was... Around the same time, I saw the biggest fucking rat run across the street. Oh, yeah. It was probably like maybe a month later. Like, I hadn't, like, I actually owned a rat, but I've never seen a wild rat. I've caught mice, like field mice and shit, and like shit like that. Did you see the video on our Instagram page? Somebody sent us uh, through DMs, one of the fan of the show sent us a. DM of a like a like a TikTok video or something of a seagull swallowing a rat hole. I've seen this. Have you seen that? Yeah. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like that's so fucking big. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> so those things will eat a baby. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, those things are vicious. <laughs> they'll, anything they can get in that gullet, they'll eat. Dude, there was one I saw a seagull. It was like trying to attack a penguin, like a baby penguin. Oh wow! And it's it's fucked up. And you're like watching, it, and the penguin's like running towards the camera guy Help me! to get away from Help this fucking me! seagull. Help me! I'm like, man, seagulls are assholes. Not only will they, you can feed them Cheerios at the beach, but they'll shit all over your. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'll eat you when you're in your church clothes. Right. Fuck those things. Seagulls are like... Because that's what penguins are. Yeah. Birds in their church clothes. <laughs> Seagulls are like beach Canadian geeses. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> that's exactly what they are. Yeah. They're Canadian geeses on fucking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a throwback to an old one. Yeah, it is. Oh, Gary. <laughs> Have you ever thought about role playing with your wife? I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah. Specifically with your wife. Like borrow one of my shirts, one of my work shirts, and then like like knock on the door. I'm like, hey. And like cut a hole in the box and <laughs> like, hey, I gotta I need you to sign for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean I definitely I wouldn't do that one. <laughs> if I'm going that route, uh, <laughs> the delivery guy is not my thing for sure. No. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, not me either. Too close to home. I know, right? Dude, I had a buddy that worked at... I mean, he didn't work there. He worked at Cracker Barrel, and uh, he made his girlfriend wear his uniform. I'm like, that, oh, yeah. yeah. And she was and basically, you know, they have to wear, like, the apron. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, she basically just wore, like, 
the apron without any clothes on and like my server thing and yeah for some reason i just really dug it i made her i pretend like she was like serving me what about going to i did the i did this once with a girl that i was dating where you both <laughs> are going to the same bar like you're going to like you're going to the bar together yeah right you're married you're going to the bar together yeah but like she'll walk in like he was just wait in the car and let her walk into the bar and then about five minutes later, you go in and like pretend that you don't know her, and then go and hit on her, and then like, like you've never like, and you both are acting like, and you know, of course you plan this ahead of time, right? But you're both just acting like you've never met each other before, and then have completely different like names, uh, backgrounds, right? Like fucking careers, the whole nine, right? And then just fucking have fun with it right go get a hotel room or something like that's that seems fun yeah that seems like a fun night like something for like see it'd be talking the wife into it would be the issue yeah after a couple drinks i bet maybe um but the deep role playing but is she good with like improv yeah, maybe. That's I, I that's feel like the thing I would worry. be the one. I feel like I would be the one that'd be worse at it. Really? I think so. Because like on the spot, sometimes I'm I'm lacking sometimes, and like that was always my issue. Like as a young, of course, that was a little bit like when I was underage going to bars. Like I always noticed, like all of a sudden I just blank on stuff, and I'm like, uh, duh, duh, duh. dude, that's where I thrive. Yeah, that's where I thrive. Yeah. Like and I did that when I was, especially when I was in the Air Force. Dude. Yeah. Oh my God! I never told anybody that I was in the Air Force. Right. Dude, everything. Every time we went into a bar in some random ass town that we were flying into for that night, I had a different name, different career. <laughs> there was a different reason why I was there. Right. See that? See, I would. That would have been fun to do. I. All right. The closest thing I got to it was uh, my roommate. He was kind of like that and he would uh tell wild shit but he it, it's different because like you're at different places you're never gonna see these fucking people again right he did it at places we go to all the fucking time <laughs> so like one like in the time he got on this the kick, bartender only knows you by name right they, like, like everyone fucking knows us like how why are you telling everyone we're irish half brothers like he said yeah. that shit all the time and i dude there's a couple i mean there was a solid month oh my god i've got to tell you something that fuck it all right so i gotta elaborate oh my god this is gonna be good um but anyway uh so here's what so uh so we would pretend like we were irish and like hit on like girls or whatever and like get numbers and dancing you know whatever um but then i'm like the problem is you got to keep up that fucking ruse yeah. Like he would hit me. I remember the first time he hit me with that shit. He's I'm like, I can hear him talking. I'm like, why does he sound weird? And he's like, hey, I, I was like, hey, boy. Like, I can't remember how the fuck he said it. And then, I, then I had like a split game decision. Like, do I go with this or do I say, because I've been the opposite. I've been brutally honest at bars where girls would be like, oh, I thought you were lying. About, like literally people would go, I thought you were lying about that. I'm like, no, why? I don't give a shit. Like I'm not trying to impress you. I am who I am. If you're into it or you're not, whatever. Like that's kind of who I was, and I I don't know why I had this thing on my shoulder about not. What would you say that they would then think 
I thought you were lying about that. Oh, it'd be random shit. Like, I have a poster of Che in my living room. No, <laughs> uh, no. one time I, I told this girl, I was like, I've got an 89 Jeep Wrangler and told her all this shit, right? And then I ran into her, actually, out front of my house. She was like walking by, goes, hey. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just kind of small talk. And I'm literally working on my Jeep. And she goes, oh, my God, you actually have that. I'm like, yeah. I told you I have 89 Jeep. She goes, oh, I just thought you were lying just to get in my pants. I'm like, no. I was fucking telling you the truth. I'll tell you what, an 89 Jeep Wrangler is a panty dropper right there. I know. I guess she thought that's what I was trying to do. I was like, no. Because she was like, oh, my God, I love Jeeps. And I'm like, oh, I've got a Jeep. So it was like one of those. So she's like, I just thought you were just telling me bullshit. I'm like, no, I was fucking being for real. I literally have an 89 Jeep Wrangler. Um, so here's what I got to tell you. Here, I got something to put towards you. Okay, I will not gonna. I'm not gonna tell anybody's name because this shit is wild. And when um, I found out about it, but someone I know was. Oh man, I can't even get into this. So basically, here's what happened. There was this girl I know, right? She was dating this guy. For years, fucking years, right? And I, I knew her more than him, and I met him. And she was like, "Oh, this is my boyfriend. He's this Irish guy, and he's like has an accent." And me and him, I remember me and him talking, and I remember actually talking to him. Like, man, I fucking, I feel like I met you at a bar one time years ago. He goes, "Hey, you might have, you know, we were, I drink a lot, do do do." So me and him are like, you know, we're at these different bars and stuff and drinking, and I'm. I've known her and like, you know, and so like I found out more about him through her for the most part. Like he like works on like does kind of construction and does this and that. And then like all his family's in Ireland, all this. Well, I kind of like lost touch of that girl. And, um, it turns out, uh, recently that he is not Irish. <laughs> at fucking all oh yeah no and accent or anything no accent or anything and basically what happened was they um like i don't know i don't know how it all unfolded i just i've heard like hearsay from people and i just thought this this is like some fucking like romantic comedy shit and apparently what happened was he was doing exactly what me and my jackass friend was doing it was at like a concert or a bar or something and he's talking in irish accent he's just fucking around he's fucking around and he meets this girl and they he like hits it off with her and they really like each other well then he doesn't know how to get the fuck out of it oh yeah so then he keeps it up and he keeps it up. And yeah. then every time they like, you know, I we got to go to Ireland. I'd love to meet your family. And he like, you know, he had told her like, yeah, I'm from that. Like basically just looked at a map and just pointed at a fucking city and goes, I'm from there. Yeah. Where fucking da da da, you know, I do this, this and this and just like keeps that shit up. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Uh, year after year. And that means like he's having to wake up every day and have this Irish accent. And there's no way he anyone can keep it up day and night like it's got to come and go and he'd be like oh i'm getting rid of it because uh whatever um and the funny thing is the city that they're from his family apparently is like fucking 30 minutes away 
<laughs> right. So there's got to be times where people he went to high school with or somebody has fucking run into him. Yeah. And he's like, hello, what a bit, didn't it? Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right. So this happens. And uh, basically what happens is they are getting married. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, years. Takes it that far. The fucking long game. So they were getting married. (laughs) Actually, as I'm telling this story, I'm going, maybe I shouldn't tell this story on here and put them on blast. Not that I've said any names or anything, but not like they listen to this. Um, But so they are getting married, right? And so she basically goes we need to invite your family we need your family here it's our fucking wedding right and somehow she like contacts either someone that they knew mutually or his family like behind his back to go like we want you here I don't know why because she's never met his any of his family Never met. Uh, of anybody. course not. Yeah, and every time he goes, because yeah, he can't uh, go, mom, talk with an Irish accent, right? <laughs> and so they, um, <laughs> so yeah, so then she goes, by, I guess, behind his back and like tries to contact family members and whatever, and finds out that he is fucking from the great state of KY. Um, <laughs> fucking 45 minutes down the road right hey y'all and how you mama and them and like basically goes what the fuck's going on yeah right before yeah them getting married you've been lying to me for years now i'm gonna pause it here what the fuck would you do that'd be it'd be off yeah it'd be off you've been lying to me for years right i could i, I couldn't do it like i would say okay First date, first date, right? Like official date, not meeting at the bar, exchanging numbers, all that. Like then we start talking, texting back and forth, whatever. Right. Then we go out on our first official date. That's where you come clean. Like, hey, I really like you. Like, yeah, this is my actual voice. Right. Like, you know, I was drunk. We were just fucking around. Right. I I had it. You know, I was just pretending to be, you know, it was just a thing that I was doing. Right. Like, I apologize. I think you're great. I would love for you to actually get to know me. Right. And that's what he should have done. Right. For sure. Um, I'm kind of with you. Like, there is that, that was the thing about this. I could not get over. I'm like, see, it's. It's that part of it, of like literally the long con of like, oh, what the f- like, right? Like, well, that's the thing. And, like, and, she will never be able to trust him. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the rom. Like, this is what makes me think this would be an amazing romantic comedy because it goes into like, look, it's always like the person or even like spy movies. They're like, I was sent there to extract information, but I fell in love, and all that things I said that was really me and that's the same thing with this guy it's like everything he told her excited certain details because I, I really don't think and from what i've heard uh never talked about his family but everything else like his likes his dislikes all that stuff that's all him it's just he had this fucking accent and it doesn't he, matter man i know it is but 
Because that's a, a major part of your personality that you're, that's a false, that's just a falsity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah. So that was fucking wild. Uh, they got married. Did they? They did. She forgave him. Yep. She forgave him. I'm actually kind of like, you know what? Good for you. You know what? When you got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> got that big Irish dick. <laughs> when you're throwing it down yeah right well i mean i mean they've already it was from what i've heard like i said i just i know her um but i just it's one of those things like i've it's just something that they'll laugh with with the grandkids about right it's (laughs) it's it's funny because it's how many years how many years do you keep this up do you know i mean they were together as long as me and my wife and we're going on Fuck. we're almost we're at nine years we'll be ten years like dating like you know so many years married so yeah they've been together like solid seven or eight years yeah um I mean you know like I said they're invested it was just and you know obviously this wasn't like oh you're not Irish alright cool fuck it moving like, on like they like I, they obviously probably I'm guessing great here. thing would have been if he was like you know what they don't have to come all the way from Ireland they're really just like 30 minutes down the road. Right. And just casually said it and move the fuck on. It should be like, well, remember? Because, uh, yeah, because like, you know, every family function she never went to, never met anybody. Like, so there was a. On purpose? Well, yeah. Because well, yeah, like, it would blow the cover. What was, like, what was his excuse, though? So here's, a, here's another thing. Like, because I don't know what the situation is exactly. Yeah. But my brother, my youngest brother, has a living girlfriend who he's been with for multiple years now. Yeah. My entire family, we've never met her. Right. Oh, except for one brief encounter that me and my wife had with her and him just walking past him at the zoo. <sighs> like, I saw him in the distance and saw that he was with a girl. Did he have an accent? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't really say anything. Uh, but I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But how would he... But she knows that we're all from here. Right. But, like, it's just... It's one of those things, like, what is he telling her? Right. As to why she can't come and be invested in the family. Right. Like He goes to every one of her family events. All of them. See... She's never been to one of ours ever. That's the same thing with them. It was like he went to all their her families. It was really close with her family, from what I heard, and basically just like I took their his family on as his own, and then I guess would just go do things at his family. Would show up like here and there, but just alone, and then would leave to keep up the ruse. Right. Um that's wild man I know that was like one of the wildest things I heard of and I actually heard it from someone else that knew her like I don't know it was it was wild it was basically like I didn't even know this was going on apparently this is like old news but like I found out through like a friend of a friend kind of thing yeah like like fourth party and I'm like shut the fuck up and I had to start asking around like is this fucking shit like holy shit uh, but yeah Damn, that's wild. I know. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she forgave him. 
which good for her like i was actually like i get it where there's that little bit of like what the fuck like what if but i'm like you know what if if you're together you know that person it's just it's just and honestly i mean i don't know how what worse could it be uh <laughs> i don't want to say that i take that back um but yeah i just thought that shit was wild i feel like i had to say someone now everyone knows um but yeah i still think that would be an amazing romantic comedy oh yeah but he uh apparently he told her it was like look it was a dumb thing and i just didn't know how to get out of it and then it just got out of hand yeah like he just couldn't just like hey that yeah that's how lies are like once you once you start one and it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and then it gets harder to climb out of right that's why you just don't start them yeah my roommate who did the Irish thing, same shit, man. He hit on some girl, and uh, he was like in marketing and shit at the time. And he, we were hitting on some girls one night, and then like two weeks later, he's hiring people for like a assistant secretary job. And this girl comes in, and she's like talking. She goes, "Hey, do I know you? Hey, aren't you uh, that guy from Ireland?" Da da da, and like started like calling him out. It's like, "Where's your Irish accent?" And he's go, oh, "I'll lose it. I, I focus on." American accents at work or it's just some other horse shit thing yeah. he said and he goes yeah and he came home and told me he goes dude she was there I was like holy fuck I didn't know what to do I just fucking dismissed her and I was like oh yeah he goes yeah she is definitely not getting that job well, no, of course not <laughs> yeah I was like wow lady you screwed yourself not, over dude. I was at the WEBN fireworks on the river and with one of my best friends from high school, this was after I done came out of, uh, this was after I got out of the Air Force. And I had, I was like probably in the best shape of my life and had this cowboy hat on that I used to wear back in that specific time frame. Yeah. Like for a year, I would wear this cowboy hat all the time. I, I thought it was cool. Right. And uh, we went to the, to the EBM fireworks and my buddy started introducing me to these random groups <laughs> of girls as his buddy Tex. <laughs> and then I was talking with this like crazy southern accent. Yeah. That I was just I pro- I couldn't do now. And and uh it got to the point where like like I couldn't break out of it. Like, cause I'd been talking like that all night long, right? Nonstop, no. yeah, for sure. Like, I, I couldn't snap back out of it when I we were just the two of us, and he would like be giggling to himself because it was just him and I, and I was still talking that way. <laughs> and he's like, "It's just us," and I'm like, "I can stop." <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, I've done that serving, but but. The reason I said that is because I was thinking about this dude doing this for years, right? Oh, it's ingrained. It could be, yeah, and that could be a thing where he's just waking up doing it, right? You know, and and it, it, to the point where he's not even thinking about it anymore. Yeah, it's changing his accent like legitimately. Yeah, because he's doing it so often. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, now you want another beer? Sure. Uh, you know the the weird one I always thought was crazy was uh um there was this girl that I used to work with uh 
that I swear she would change how she talked to customers depending on the customer. And I don't know if it's messed up or not. Like a bunch of country people, she'd be like, Lord, darling, how y'all and you like do that. Like, dude, everybody's got everybody's got a customer service voice. Well, it I was, hear my but wife it, doing it. It was like the demographic she's serving, though. Oh, okay. Like it was bad. Oh, well, yeah, dude, I've seen that too. Like I've seen that too. With we're like uh, the <laughs> the best one was like uh, with my ex that I was with for like. <laughs> These, these beer okay so we're drinking out of this multi-pack i was not ready for that for this multi-pack of beers right each one of these beers has a drastically different taste to it <laughs> and so alex just took a drink of a different beer that i just gave him and it's drastically different than the hellcat that we just had it's grapefruit infused ipa and i went like a <laughs> I'm like, man, this is fruity and salty. It's weird. Yeah. It's like same a s- thing, salty dog. Same thing happened to me last week. I was drinking out of the same case, dude. And I I think I started with... God, it's making my mouth water. I started with something that was like... Like basically like a... Like a real light IPA. And then I drank something that was just like... Kicked you right in the fucking teeth. Right? <laughs> and then, and I wasn't expecting it. And I'm like a mid conversation, pop it open, take a swig. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. This was just a different part of the palate that hit me. I was like, that's, that's a little sour. Ah, yeah. um, not bad though. I just, I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, Oh, fuck. What was I talking about now? I don't know. We were talking about the server and doing different accents towards different demographics. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so my ex was like, she would be like, I I noticed it with different friends that she would hang out with. Like, she moved down here, uh, and she didn't have any friends down here, so she always hung out with me and my friends. And I have drastically different friends. Right. right? So you got Eddie Cupid. <laughs> On one end of the, and then you got like Grandpa Banks on the other end, right? And they're completely different types of people, completely different backgrounds, and like one's like hardcore country, yeah. like from the wilderness, and the other guys like straight out of Compton, yeah, <laughs> basically, right? Yeah, and then so when she would hang out with, it'd be me and her and Eddie. It'd be, she would almost like start to have like a little bit of a country accent, like even right. when she would talk, and it was just, it was just weird. And like, we'd get into the car, and she'd be in charge of the radio, and she'd turn on some Tim McGraw and shit, right? Right. Then we'd go hang out with Christian. Yeah. And she would be nothing but slang. Right. Nothing but slang. Yeah. And we'd get in the car, and she'd turn on gangster rap. Right. And it's like, why? Where is your personality? Right. Like, you're just... Um, <laughs> like, where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> why are you chaining yourself so drastically, depending on 
the crowd that were around. Right. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like it would it would drive me nuts. I'd all I constantly call her out on it. It's a uh, it's something. I well, for, it's something actually. People do like in sales, like they try to do. It, it's called like mirroring, where they like they try to mirror the person to get them to like them essentially. Oh, so that's what she's just trying to get my friends to like her, basically. And she's just trying to be more like people are more comfortable from if they're like. You know, if like everyone they know is a southern accent, they're gonna be more comfortable. Or like, you know, so it's it's one of those things because that's the server did that same shit too, where it was like same thing. It was like she have a table of country people. She said, "Lord, child, hard murder." I tell you what, it's colder. Than, it's colder than a witch's tit out there. I tell you, and then like. You know, she the next table she'd be hitting slang, or like I swear to God, we'd have like an Asian table. She'd be like quick, precise to the point, even kind of like nod a lot. I'm like, why are you pandering these fucking people? But she made the best tips. Oh yeah, and everyone loved her. Every table loved her, but no one knew who the fuck she was. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. just it was like watching a master work. How do you find out who that person is? Well, or do or do they or do they are they just merely a chameleon no see i actually think it's she's all of them is all these things are just fractions of what her actual personality is because she was very like country uh you know she was very like i think she like i knew her dad was like super super country but like she grew up in like kind of more of like the inner city and stuff like that so she had that like that switch where she could flip back and forth between the two and she could do like your ex where she would talk super country then just hit nothing but slang and she'd be singing like 90s r&b and stuff like that and like but it was like it was funny because like when you really just talked to her she was kind of both of those things but it was just it was just a tactic of her being a great salesperson not to overdo it where it's obvious that she's pandering like she didn't go up to the asian table the fucking rice patty hat and like fucking bowing to him or anything like that like she's like she, she should have <laughs> she's just trying to be welcoming and trying to make people feel comfortable is what it was uh but yeah like i said she wasn't she wasn't over the top like pandering by any means uh i would like as most i've seen a lot of servers she's probably like the best at it but she definitely felt everyone feel welcome i mean these people people would ask for her and like she would have people dying laughing like she was probably the best one of the best servers i've ever seen in my life but it's just that aspect as i noticed as i'm watching her work one time because i'm just sitting there analyzing like as i'm an okay server i'm like what the fuck she's so good at this shit and then i start kind of like listening in start watching what she's doing i'm like oh she's like really like making these country people who are in we were working in like a asian restaurant she's making these country people who don't know shit about shit of asian food feel good about it and then like over here same thing going down the line of like all these different demographics and it was it was kind of impressive to watch yeah yeah and she had to switch back and forth from literally table to table little bit but it wasn't that drastic because like i said she was kind of all these things but it was just yeah. she just hit those points more or, or make a point to like talk more about the country things to the country people that kind of stuff right right i don't know god damn i would hit oh. i used to do country accents when i didn't think they were country at all 
Like, I'm the opposite. I'm a jackass. I would do super country to people that I think would find it abrupt and absurd. I'm like, how y'all doing today? My name's Alex. I'm be your server today. I, uh, let me get you all something to drink. I know you're thirsty. It's hot out there today. And they all, like, look at me and, like, is he fucking with us right now? I'm like, nah. I'm going to get you something right now. You want a sweet tea? Arnold Palmer? What you want? <laughs> <laughs> and they, with their jaws would drop, and they're like, uh, yeah. Honey, uh, what would you like? <laughs> and just, or, um, I don't know, man. I, I would do that a lot just to fuck with people. No, oh, yeah. Or just get, I think I did, we used to answer the phone that way, like super awkward. Like, I'd, hello? No. Yes. I'm sorry. I will get that right away. And you're like, I don't even know what accent that is. But it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's just weird enough. Yeah, it's just weird enough, right? God, which makes me think of something actually. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Alex. We need to do a shout out to our sponsor, Theracon.com. 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 And uh, as we're contractually obligated, we have to do a uh, impromptu. Oh, damn it! Call <laughs> theracon.com. Alex, uh, call theracon. Theracon.com. Hi, this is Theracon. This is theracon.com. Okay, well, I just, I just need to get something off my chest. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've just been feeling kind of down in the dumps lately. I, I recently just lost my job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I used to be a, a fluffer on a porn site. Actually, you know what? I, I know exactly what you should do, as a matter of fact. Yeah? Because yeah. you're, you're, you're depressed, right? Y- yes. You're, you're depressed, right? I, I'm, I'm very depressed. Yeah, so what you need to do, fluffer, fluffer on a porn site. Yeah. Yeah, so what you need to do is you need to buy a dog cage. Okay. Like and I, you need I, to set your dog. You need to make sure it's an extra large dog cage because I'm sure you're an extra large person, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you need to set this extra large dog cage on top of your bed. Okay. Okay. That's easy enough. Set I've got two. Set it up. Set it up there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then what you do is you get naked. Okay. You put on a dog collar. Nice. Okay, and then you get into the dog cage. Okay, then you order a pizza. Okay, and then you leave the door unlocked. Okay. And when a pizza guy gets there, you say, the door's unlocked. Come on in. Okay. Okay, yeah. and then he'll come in. He's going to come in. Yeah. And he's going to be carrying a pizza. Yeah, okay. But can you going to be in the dog cage. With a dog collar on, on all fours. Oh, okay. And he's going to see the dog cage on the bed. And he's going to be looking. And he's going to be like thinking, like, what the fuck's happening? And, you know, even to further intensify the situation, what you're going to do is you're going to put dog ears on, like a dog head collar thing on, on your head. And you're going to take an anal plug with a dog tail and you're going to put that in too. Inside that, while you're on all fours in the dog cage, uh-huh, okay. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. And then you're gonna let this pizza man fuck you. Okay. Uh, one thing, I'm allergic to dogs. 
And that's the kind of things that you can hear when you call Theracon.com. That's right. I'm, I'm, I got to go get some allergy medicine now. <laughs> that's Theracon.com. I've seen that movie. <laughs> Alex, you know, yep. mm-hmm. this is the best sponsor we've ever had. <laughs> It's it's working. It's helping me with my improv. I give you that. <laughs> Drink a fireball by the fireplace. Don't need mistletoe to make out with your face out front. We got Jack Frost sipping white claw. Did the eggnog knock out grandma? What? There's an evergreen naked in the corner There'll be tons of presents come Christmas morning We're too drunk to hang the stockings of care Santa, leave the lumps of coal like anywhere The holidays get trippy when you're 21 Your parents are lying saying Santa won't come if you get too drunk Shit, well I'm too drunk But I ain't the only one getting the I'm wearing sunglasses while I'm inside My mother's brother is killing my vibe Can't open gifts till dad's out of bed I wanna relive Christmas Eve again Flashback to reindeers, who's on the roof? Snow cones made with naughty proof Peppermint schnapps and Smirnoff Go back to singing off key to Rudolph and get Ever clear. I'm getting the hang of a Christmas. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I won't be able to look at the turkey dinner. I blame it on the snow and the shiver. I know Jesus loves sinners. Heat me wine out of water. I started off jolly, might have ended up naughty. Saying I'm sorry, but I'm getting the hang of a Christmas. But I'd still like to be considered for the nice list. Oh, oh dude. So I uh, was over at my mom's house for a uh, Christmas party that we had. Nice. And she like, as we we're leaving, she's like, oh, hold on. By the way, we were cleaning out our storage unit and we found a whole box of your stuff 
from who knows when from like back from when I was in high school to right. when I was in the Air Force like through those years apparently it was just all random stuff of mine that they had collected in the house and threw into this box and kept in the storage unit when they had moved from one house to another yeah and she said that she found this box and opened it up like what is in this when they're clearing out the storage unit and like the first couple of things she saw was like oh shit this is this is all Mike stuff like and so she started going through it all to see like if it was anything that I might want to keep and then other stuff she's like oh I'll just throw this out right right so the stuff that she thought I would keep she put in this bag and and when I was over there today, she gave me that bag. <laughs> and I actually asked her, I was like, well, what was the stuff that you threw away? And she's like, yeah, mostly condoms. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. You're safe. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But so. <laughs> Don't use those anymore. <laughs> right. They're probably expired. Um, Only if you read them. Right. So, uh, so I'm going through this stuff tonight. And I come across in one of these binders is two poems that I wrote when I was in either a junior or a senior in high school. And I want to read them to you tonight, Alex. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to read you these, this poetry. Nothing like one grown man listening to another grown man's poetry. Now, this, this ought to be funny. I'm teasing. This is, this is a teenage Mike Odenbeck. Nice. That's what makes this exciting. Okay. Transport us back to... All right. This is me as probably like 16, 17 years old. Nice. Ready? Full of angst. This is called I Go. Oh. I Go. Riveting. I... uh, It does actually say I Go here in the poem. Right. I just wanted to make sure. Because sometimes I do that just for fun. Right. This must have been before... I became ironically funny. (laughs) All right, here we go. I go. I'm down here in a hole. I'm down here without a soul. Mm. Where did it go? I don't know. Where can I go? To put on a show. Where, where, where do I go? When, when, when will I know? The answer is somewhere below. It may never, ever show. But let me raise its head or strike me dead. Because I don't care anymore whether I stand or hit the floor. So when, when do I go? Oh, how, how will I know? I'm about to, I'm about ready to go. Just beat one last foe, the internal crow. Of which I only know. My bags left to pack. Material things I lack. Now, now, now I know. Where, where, where will I go? (laughs) You know what? Not bad. It's really not bad. As a poetry from a high school kid, I'm kind of like, you know what? That was well put together. Yeah. Like I, I kind of give you props. I almost want to make a bet with you to make you read that in front of a poetry slam, people. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I would do it. Yeah. Of, of course. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Of course. Why not? <laughs> this one, uh, and then here's the the other one I found was it was called Nowhere to Fall. Nice. I think it's a a uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, God damn. Metaphor, simile, theme. Theme. I got. We got a theme going here. Nowhere to fall. By a seventeen-year-old Mike Odenbeck. Life is a funny thing when you hear the dinner bell ring. Your children come running in with any other next of kin, enough meat to feed them all, even some left over for tomorrow. But what happens when you commit the one sin that ends all that you know? The one with a fatal blow, then everything's taken by the law, and you have nowhere to fall. Nowhere to fall, nowhere at all. Sometimes it's hard to say exactly what you want to say when you're stuck in a tight spot and you're starting to fight a lot. The relationship goes to hell. She's no longer under your spell. You're already lost, all your friends, and everything seems like it's just depends. Then finally you left all alone and you feel your life is blown. You break out the black book, you open it up and take a look, but there's no one there to call. There's no one there to take the fall. Nowhere to fall, nowhere at all. Not bad. First one was better. (laughs) You're riding on the coattails on the second one. Uh, (laughs) That was it. Yeah. No, I I actually liked the first one. The first one was good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What was that called? Dude. If we wanted to make a segment, I've got... I go. I've literally... So, one of my old band members, we have, like, notebooks of lyrics, and he wrote lyrics, like, all the time. This kid just... That's what he did. He cranked out lyrics. Doom, 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 doom. Like, notebooks upon notebooks over and over and over, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. I got on my computer, on my external hard drive over there. Yeah. I have... I think last time, last time I looked, it was like 376 different songs, yeah. lyrics of songs that I wrote. Dude, I mean, but like, dude, I, I can't explain to you. Like, I'm talking about like notebooks full, like every page of like, and this was years of doing this shit. Yeah. And he just, what he did, he was like, man, I just, when I'm by myself, I just sit there and just start cranking out lyrics. And I remember we lived together and he had like two or three lyric books and he was like, I was like, what do you want to do with these? He goes, ah, fuck it. Throw them away. I'm like, so I kept them. And, uh, I think years later he asked, he might, I might've given it back to him. Cause he was like, oh man, did you ever do? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, I don't know why you want to throw them out. He goes, I don't know. I was fucked up. I just didn't give a shit anymore. Uh, but I've got some lyrics I've wrote, some poems that I've wrote, some shit, uh, from back in the day actually I'll tell you one of the funniest things talking about old school shit I found a journal that we had a st- like we it was so fucking stupid we started a journal in like third grade maybe it was fourth grade actually it was fourth grade and we had a bring, we had our own little notebook and we started and like we'd date it and then we'd do whatever's on our mind and they like the teacher would put something on the board 
and say, write this in your journal, right? She only did it for uh, two weeks or some shit. Because literally, the journal keeps going, then it just stops. Yeah. So one of them was, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, yeah. And I read my answer, and I memorized it because I thought about making a stand-up bit out of it. I literally said, what I want to do is I want to go to the University of Kentucky, play men's basketball, and then I'm going to become a doctor. That's my goal in life. Mm. One out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I just remember, and then there another one, I think the next one was something like, if you could be a vehicle, what would you be? I said, a tank. Yeah. Why fuck, not? Yeah, because fuck yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Exactly. Everybody else is like, I'll be fire trucks. I'm like, tank, motherfucker. Yeah. You run right through that fire truck. Right. Yeah. Gas fire truck. I'm pretty sure when I was in fourth grade, I had to write an essay about what I wanted to be when I grew up. Uh. And I said that I wanted to be a hermaphrodite, cocaine-riddled swamp creature. <laughs> and I got suspended. Yeah, don't say. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I got sent to the principal's office for listening to MC Hammer's Can't Touch This one time in class. Yeah. I could not imagine writing that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I was in, I think, first grade, I wrote a book, and I'm pretty sure I still have it somewhere. It was a, a, like a hardback book that that basically they gave us a hardback book that had like 12 pages in it that were blank, right. and they had us write a story in it, and the story that I wrote was called The Witch, and it was like so graphic and fucked up <laughs> that like my English teacher like brought had my mom come in and was like like what is like what's wrong with him like why would he write this right she's like he's just have has really creative imagination right and and dude that had fuck it was full of curse words and everything else right that's wild because i guarantee you my teacher had the same thing when i came in but she was like what's wrong with him none of this shit makes sense on these pages like, uh, I, I've actually had a teacher tell me, like, so here's what's funny. Like, your writing style, like, I could already tell from your poetry. Like, you say that, I totally believe you. Because, uh, like, you're very, like, I'm trying to think of the best word to put with this. Um, literary? No. Like, you you know how to tell a story or write a story. Yeah. I like I can tell a story. I can't write a story to save my fucking life. And everyone, I've had teachers go, "Are you very like logical?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Cuz you write like A equals B equals C." Yeah. Like cuz you go this happened, then this happened, and then this happened. Yeah. Like there's no what Was it like right-brained or something? Right. And yeah. the, like it it's always bugged me, and I've always been jealous of kids that have that ability. Because would you say what grade did you say you were like third grade? When I wrote the witch, yeah, first grade, first grade, first grade, first grade. Ah, oh, yeah. Now I did not have that literary skill. It, it Probably wasn't, by the time I was in it fourth wasn't grade, literarily like great or anything. Well, no, it was but, just the creativity of the 
like the scenario and like the story that I was telling, right? And like the dialogue in the story, and basically, my teacher was like, "Did he just come up with it? Like, do you watch scary movies with him right, around right. or what?" And right? They're like, "No, we've never let him watch scary movies." Like, that's even wilder. And I'm just—it was just all in my head. I do remember in sixth grade writing a story. Because I always tried to write horror stories, and I did watch scary movies at a very young age. Where I don't know if I've, I'm pretty sure I've said that story about me watching Freddy Krueger and Child's Play with my buddy, and his parents called my parents because they were pissed off because they had to throw away their My Buddy doll. Because <laughs> my dad took us yeah. to the movies, and he's like, Go pick out some movies. And I'm like, The first scary movie I ever watched, I think, was When a Stranger Calls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like probably in junior high school at that point and like shut up for yeah, real? Yeah. And I had to walk my buddy home and then sprint back to my house. I was so freaked out. Dude, I watched Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street the first one and Child's Play in the same night. 4th grade? <laughs> Maybe 3rd. It might have been 3rd. It was early enough where it really fucked my friend. <laughs> it didn't fuck me up except for I Did had your parents know you're watching that yes and no where like I said my dad goes pick out some movies oh and, yeah that's right and yeah. I handed it to him he yeah. just goes there throw it. like he didn't look and then he's my dad's passed out on the couch and we're watching it in the den with him passed out on the couch and we're right and then my buddy watches the first movie gets freaked out and then he passes out. Then I watch the second one by myself. Now, I got a preference. This I used to watch this movie with my father uh, called Warlock, which was it was supposed to be a scary movie. It is. It's very. It's kind of graphic. Um, it is basically about a guy who was a witch hunter in like the eighteen or seventeen hundreds, and there's like this witch that is a warlock. Who somehow opens a portal, goes into a, another world or into the 90s at the time, and the hunter chases him. And now he's trying to maneuver his way through the 90s, trying to capture this warlock who's like killing people and all sorts of crazy shit, and uh, and hunting this thing down. But it's it's kind of like an action movie with a horror theme. It's not it's like it's not like super like there's an evil monster. It's like you know who the monster is. Like one of the, like the underworld movies, maybe. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that, where there's like it, it's it's gory, but it's not scary, right? But me and my dad watched it all the fucking time, and every time there's this part I didn't get till years later, did not register. I just couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. Here's the part that fucked me up. The warlock is in this girl's house, right, and the hunter will end up taking this girl from the 90s and she will help him because the warlock takes something from her and she rapidly starts aging where she starts getting older as the movie goes and she's going to die unless she gets the thing back and breaks the spell. Yeah. Right. And her roommate is this gay dude. I didn't know what gay was. I didn't know that flamboyant men at the time were gay in movies, that kind of thing. So the warlock is like hitting on her roommate and he goes up and just starts making out with him 
Oh, wow. And bites his fucking tongue off and spits it into a frying pan. Right? That's the scene. Here's the part that fucked me up out of that whole thing. And I turned and looked at my dad and I go, why did he kiss him? (laughs) (laughs) I had no problem with him biting his tongue off, spitting it into a frying pan. I go, I don't get it. Why did he let him kiss him? Yeah. And my dad was like, I don't know, son. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like he, I like me being that young. My dad just like, I'm running a fucking blank here. Yeah. (laughs) He's just like, I don't know, son. They just do shit like that. It just happens. Like I just, it was a lot of those open ended. Like it just happens. I don't know. Ask your mother. Uh, (laughs) People are weird. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. Like, he just, he didn't have, he didn't know how to describe what was going on. That's something my dad used to always say. People are weird. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know, son. He just, that's just what happened. Um, (laughs) It's kind of the same thing during, (laughs) I remember watching Ace Ventura, the part in the beginning where he's getting the blowjob. He gets the blowjob. Yeah. And he and he his head disappears and all of a sudden he or no her head disappears and he grabs the frame of the door yeah. and starts like swaying his hips around and I'm like sitting there going, what's happening? Hey, what's happening right now? And my mom's just like, oh, they're just playing around. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. And then obviously years later, I'm like, oh. <laughs> now years later, I think. How difficult was it for her to give him that blowjob with him throwing himself around like that? Right? Or what is she doing to? Is this? Or is she? Is he just dip slap, dip slapping her, dick slapping her? He's just dick slapping her. No, I think it's the got got twelve thousand or whatever the fuck they say on the internet now. But yeah, um, what? Have you not heard that shit? No. The gok gok, the gok gok five thousand or whatever the fuck they say on. Wow. Or we're not. We're on different fucking Instagram and TikTok pages. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Apparently, some somebody that can give the amazing dome is they give them as they say they give that gok gok two thousand like. I don't know. That's G A W K. Gok Gok. That's the new slang for it. Yeah, the right. Gok Gok twelve hundred or whatever. Fuck. I don't know what the number is, <laughs> but it's like it, you know, it's like hey, look, whatever sucker three thousand. It's like that. Gok yeah. Gok three thousand. Uh, okay. It's for mind blowingly good. Gotcha. So that's what was happening on Ace Ventura. Yeah, I just feel like he's just throwing his hips around too right. much. Like he's he just like... She would definitely have a fucking sore neck. Uh, she's got fucking whiplash for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Medical bills are coming. Um, yeah. But yeah, the warlock thing, I just... Pocket. my dad to this day it just makes me laugh just to think about me trying to... Me asking him and going, I don't know, son. Because he had... That was the best answer was, I don't know. Yeah, it's just what happened, and then I'm like, "Good." Like he left it open ended. Yeah, like my mom going, "Oh, they're just playing an Ace Ventura." Made me go, "What the fuck are they playing with?" Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, like I'm sitting there like analyzing it, and I mean, years went by of me analyzing that scene. Me going, "I still don't know what the fuck's going on." Yeah, but I'm I'm overly curious. The warlock scene, I just went. He just fucking bites it. He just went up to him. like in my head i remember going oh he went to kiss him just to bite his tongue off yeah well he actually did well that's what that's it was me looking at it like oh he did it as just 
uh, literally, like, he forced him just to bite his tongue off, spit it in a frying pan. Like, I didn't realize that there was underlying, like, oh, he seduced him. Yeah. That was shit I learned. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That happened. Seduction. Yeah. Fucking the old honeypot. Yeah. That's Um, what it was. Yeah. Warlock honeypot. Warlock honeypot. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, the first scary movie, I guess you could say, I watched was Warlock. But... It wasn't that scary, but yeah, Freddy Krueger, the part where Freddy Krueger's hands came up out of the water yeah. and grabbed the girl, that fucked with me for a little bit. When I'd be in the bathtub, laying there, all of a sudden I just, I'd think about that scene, like, what if his hand came up and just fucking grabbed me? And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to take showers from now on. Yeah. No more baths for old Alex. And that's when the showers began. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I appreciate you being back on here. I appreciate you, motherfucker. God, it's so much. I I, I missed you. Yeah. Oh, back at you. I'm, oh, you all don't even know the phone call I got. I'm sorry. I missed you. Please come back. Yeah. <laughs> no, was, not really. Desperately crying. Right. No, but uh, I had so much fun without you, Alex. Right. <laughs> that we've decided to start a new podcast. I know. Called he, the Eddie Cupid Show. He says he misses me. And then all of a sudden he's like, by the way, we're doing a new podcast. I'm like, mother fuck. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's just like, uh, we'll get to Soberless Thoughts when we get no, to dude, it. No, dude. Soberless Thoughts is still Soberless Thoughts. Number one, baby. Uh, when we're. Uh, the Eddie Cupid show is going to be once a month. Yeah. And I think we're going to do it on Anchor because it's free. Did nice. you know that? I did not. But you don't get all the like the back back end data like we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I would like to be a guest. I would also like to hear Eddie's view on the story we told this evening about the Irish dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. About the non-Irish guy. Yeah, his advice? Yeah. Yeah, what he would say, what he would say to do, uh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, t- totally bring that up when you're a guest. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said it, and I was like, the first thing in my head was like the Eddie Cupid show. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be on there. Yeah. So that, so look out for that. Um, still, if you're if you want soberless thoughts uh, merch, you need to go on dangerousTshirts.com. Yeah, yeah. It's all there. It's ready to go. It's just buy it. T-shirts and hoodies on there, as a matter of fact. Hell yeah. Hoodies on there. Nice. Yeah. Just got a hoodie. Uh, my mom just got a hoodie, actually. Oh, for real? For, just uh, got it today. I was like, ooh, this this is fucking nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's what we give. Anyways, uh, all of our social media is Soberless Thoughts. Except for Twitter, it's Think Soberless. But who's on Twitter anymore? Except for fucking everybody. Did you hear about Twitter? Twitter's like fucking Wild Wild West again. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so get on there if you, dude. If you, follow Mike Odenbeck on Twitter. I have thousands of followers. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, I'm a fucking celebrity on Twitter. <laughs> Blue check mark. Yeah, the whole nine. And follow me on Twitter, and you'll see how crazy it gets. 
there, there's a governor in Kentucky named Andy Bashir. Him and I are vital enemies. <laughs> Dude, he's like the nice. He's like the nice neighbor next door. No, like no. And I'm the guy who's constantly giving him shit. Yeah, you're like, hey, keep your fucking dog off my. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm always uh, giving him shit. I'm gonna have to go read these back and forth. Like that alone <laughs> is gonna make my day. Because <laughs> this, I, yeah, this will be funny. So yeah, so follow us, Soberless Thoughts. Yeah, and uh, that was that Instagram, Facebook. Actually, like Instagram is really where we post most of our shit, and I think everything that's posted on Instagram is also posted on the Facebook. Yeah, uh, I think it's automatic. I think it's automatic. Yeah, thank you for the technology. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, yeah, so watch out for d- dude. Are we going to go and watch the violent Santa Claus movie? Violent Night? Yeah. We're definitely going to have to. Um, I guess we're going to have to do it next week. I think we're, I think we're we going were, to do that. I think look out for that next week. I think we're going to go watch Violent Night in the theater and then immediately jump onto the microphone and give you a hard cider cinema review. A violent night. Right. For Christmas. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. We'll give you a spoiler free review and for like the first, I don't know, a minute and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll drink some hard cider and then we'll jump right into it. Speaking of hard cider, as a matter of fact, Alex, I just found this out. A relative of ours via our wives uh-huh. now owns his own hard cider place in Cincinnati. I actually knew that because I actually talked to him about working there. <laughs> well, I want to talk to him about having his shit on our podcast. That's not a bad idea. Or go visit it. The whole nine. Yeah. The whole nine. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Didn't even cross my fucking mind. And that's why I'm the producer. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're the talent. Yeah. What can I say? It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Alex, what do we say when you're Well, out? what we like to say when we get out here. Uh, when you're in the skillet, always remember to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. Chinese food on Christmas Day. You kicked me out because I told the kids that Santa's sleigh did not exist. I was drunk and you got pissed. But, anyways, have a very Chapped, my nose is red, my tears are ice, but anyways, Feliz Navidad and all that.
turkey How's the ham? I can't finish my moogu got pan But that's not all They cut me off from alcohol But anyways You go on Deck the hall